The following podcast is brought to you by the Village Zendo. For more information, visit villagezendo.org. Good evening, everyone. Uh, it's great to see you all on my screen. And uh, I'm actually very happy to be giving uh, this talk at this specific time because this is a... Uh, big anniversary uh, week for me. Uh, yesterday uh, was the anniversary uh, when I met Corinna 42 years ago yesterday on uh, Valentine's Day. And uh, I have a big anniversary coming up uh, tomorrow. Uh, so tomorrow it'll be exactly 35 years uh, since uh, I decided to practice Zazen uh, and kept at it. And so uh, because that anniversary has been coming up, I've been uh, sort of reminiscing about uh, what it was like uh, to start practicing Zazen and, uh, you know, what I thought I was going to get out of it. And... Uh, uh, I, I don't think it was too crazy. Uh, I had a lot of crazy thoughts, like I was going to get enlightened and then stop practicing and walk away because I wouldn't need to do it anymore uh, and uh, wouldn't take the precepts because why join the Mickey Mouse Club? You didn't need to join the club if you were going to be an enlightened being. It wasn't necessary. So I had all those silly, arrogant thoughts. But um, my basic premise was uh, one that we bring to uh, a lot of things, which is, okay, uh, I'm going to sit really hard. I'm going to go to a lot of sessions. Uh, I'm going to really work at this. And I'll get better and better and better at it uh, through a lot of effort. Uh, and then finally, uh, the penny will drop. I'll have the big experience, uh, and everything will be uh, peaceful, and nothing will ever bother me ever again. That's kind of what I uh, thought when I began practicing 35 uh, years ago. And... Uh, when I think about it, I can see that I was really uh, quite a bit like uh, uh, the type of person that Dogen mentions in our study text, uh, the time being. Uh, he says, uh, an ordinary person who does not understand uh, Buddha Dharma uh, might hear the words time being and think it's like this. Uh, for a while, I was three heads and eight arms. So three heads and eight arms is, uh, uh, in Buddhist iconography, is a fighting demon. So I was a very angry, competitive person. Uh, so for a while, I was three heads and eight arms. For a while, I was an eight or 16 foot golden body of Buddha. Um, and this was like uh, 
crossing over rivers and climbing mountains. So this is like what I thought. Uh, you know, you put in the effort, you cross those rivers, you climb those uh, mountains, and you get you get somewhere. Um, so, and then uh, this ordinary person would think. Although those rivers and mountains that I cross still exist, I have passed them. And now I reside in the jeweled palace and vermilion tower. So this is what I thought I was going to get to. I was going to take up residence in the jeweled palace and vermilion tower. Everything was going to be peaceful and wonderful no matter what was going on because I had the inner secret. And this ordinary person would think now that I'm in this state, those mountains and rivers, all that effort and thrashing around is as far away from me as heaven is from earth. But Dogen tells us, well, it's not that simple. And he goes on to say, at the time the rivers were crossed and the mountains climbed, you were present. Because time is not separate from you, and you are present now. Time does not go away. Because time is not marked by coming or going, the time when you cross those mountains and rivers is your time being right now. As time is always coming and going, the time of climbing the mountains is your time being right now. In other words, the time being, the time of climbing the mountains and crossing the rivers never goes away. I don't care if you practice 35 years or 500 years. There's always the next moment the next men, the next dharma to be mastered, or as Dogen would say, the next dharma to be actualized. And so uh, my 35-year journey in Zen was not at all uh, like what I thought it was going to be. There was, I was on the train and the scenery kept going by and I had to react to it. But there was never a moment when the train stopped and I got out on a nice still platform where I was able to recline on a very comfy bench on a fine summer day and not make any further effort. That never happened. The train kept moving. The dharmas continued coming one right after the other. They're boundless. 
and I had to respond to each one. So my actual experience was on uh, February 16th, 1989. I began sitting and kept sitting pretty much every day after that. And about a, a year after that, I had a, a knee operation and couldn't sit on the floor anymore for a year. But I, I kept sitting. And after a year, I was able uh, to bend my knee again and get on the floor. And I kept sitting. And then about 10 years uh, went by and I came down uh, with multiple sclerosis and uh, I kept sitting. And for the next two years, uh, I was just in terror because I didn't know what was going to happen to me. Uh, I was literally shaking with terror each and every day for about two years. Couldn't even sit still on the cushion. Uh, I was quaking. But I kept sitting. And after the two years, I did, still had multiple sclerosis. But the terror wasn't there anymore. I don't know why. I have no idea why one day it wasn't there anymore, but I kept sitting. And I kept sitting, and I kept sitting through various aches and pains and ups and downs. And uh, one day, I don't quite know when it happened, uh, but I got old. <laughs> and I kept sitting. I'm still sitting. And there's still Dharma gates to be entered. There's still mountains and rivers to be crossed. There's still uh, Dharma talks to be given. Uh, there are still people to see an interview. Uh, they're still trying to figure out uh, why the sound won't work on Zoom when it was working just yesterday. And through that, I'm still sitting. So what do you think? Has anything been attained or not? What does the jeweled palace and vermilion tower look like? Is it something separate from crossing endless mountains and rivers? There's always a fundamental point to be actualized, Dogen tells us. that actualizing the fundamental point, practicing what's here and now at this moment, responding at this moment, this practice, this nen, is not separate from enlightenment. Practice and enlightenment are not two. Actualizing the fundamental point is not separate from the fundamental point. Actualizing Buddha nature is not different from having 
Buddha nature. This is Dogen's teaching. Uh, doesn't exactly satisfy our desire uh, to get somewhere, uh, to find some place of eternal calm, peace, and bliss. But actually, do we need to move from our ordinary life to find that place? Or is it to be found right here and right now in our ordinary life? In the effort that it takes to cross these mountains and rivers moment after moment. What do you think? Is something attained or not? Uh, there's a, a koan about a, uh, a monk uh, who had, like, had this question, like, what do you get? What do you attain? Am I getting anywhere or not? How do I become a Buddha? What is it to become a Buddha? All these questions. So this monk, uh, asked Master uh, Joe uh, Daitsu Chisho sat on a Bodhi seat for 10 Kalpas uh, probably most of you know a, ten, a Kalpa is uh, an inconceivably long period of time uh, uh, they say that if uh, a bird flies over Mount Everest and uh, brushes it with his wing, uh, comes by every hundred years and gives another brush. Uh, one kelp is the amount of time it would take that bird to level Mount Everest down to the ground. So Daisu Chisho sat on a Bodhi seat for 10 kalpas, real long time. Buddha Dharma was not manifested and he did not attain Buddhahood. So the monk wanted to know, why is that? And Master Joe said, your question is splendid indeed. The monk said, but he sat on a Bodhi seat for 10 kalpas, why did he not attain Buddhahood? Master Joe said, because he did not attain Buddhahood. Now, it can be easy to think that uh, what this koan is about is, well, of course he didn't attain Buddhahood. He was already a Buddha like we all are, so you can't attain Buddhahood because you're already a Buddha. Uh, but that has nothing to do with this koan. Uh, this koan has to do with what is the fundamental point? What is the fundamental seat of wisdom? Daisu Chisho uh, means all-pervading wisdom 
And uh, uh, back in the day, way, 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 way back in the day, through many, many kalpas, uh, he was a king with 12 sons. And each of those 12 sons, uh, the sons of all pervading wisdom, you might say, uh, all of them, after many, many lifetimes of practice, became Buddhas. Uh, the 12th son, the youngest, eventually became uh, a Buddha known as Shakyamuni. So Daisuchicho sat on a Bodhi seat. All pervading wisdom sat on a Bodhi seat for 10 kalpas. Buddha Dharma was not manifested and he did not attain Buddhahood. What is attained? in our practice. When I hear this koan, I think of those 35 years of practice that I put in. <clears throat> you know, I related uh, to the ordinary person that Dogen talks about who did not understand the time being. And after 35 years of practice, I'm still the ordinary person who does not understand Buddha Dharma. Where do I find this fundamental wisdom, this all-pervading wisdom? It's simply that when the alarm clock rings, I grumble and I get up. When it's time to uh, give a Dharma talk to the village Zendo, I push a button on my iPad and check into Zoom. Then I sit for one period, and then Jisei says, you're on. I give a talk. And when the time comes for the talk to end, I end it. Is anything attained or not? Uh, Daito Roshi used to say, uh, you don't get anything out of Zen except your life. And you've already got that. So is anything attained? or not. I'm old. I've had my life. When tomorrow comes, I'll be one day over, one day older than I am now. Time swiftly passes by. All of us have this incredible opportunity to sit zazen on a bodhi seat. Where is the bodhi seat? The bodhi seat is right where you're sitting right now. 
all of us have the opportunity to not attain Buddhahood. How lucky we are. Let's not waste a moment, but keep sitting on that Bodhi seat, Kalpa after Kalpa, moment after moment, Nen after Nen. Let's keep crossing over those rivers and climbing those mountains with the support of the three treasures, Buddha, Dharma, and Sangha. <laughs>